hear that? Presenting a bold new adventure into Lovecraftian horror and black comedy, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's acclaimed second series, The Terrible Secret of Lot X. Sold to the woman in green. Estelle Thorpe has made a precarious purchase. Get anything good? Contents of automobile trunk, backseat, and glove box, unsorted. Mmm, riveting. But this auction win is more than it seems. A deranged man tried to outbid me. He confronted me afterwards. That box you bought? Burn it if you know what's good for you. He who is not to be named killed those boys and it's my fault. Just like he's gonna kill you. To solve the paranormal mystery she's uncovered, Estelle assembles an unlikely crew of curiosity seekers. Moses Cubbenfield, a renowned mountain man author. Estelle, ma'am, I, I, I promise that if you are trying to win me over, the odds are good, but the goods are Cherry Featherbottom, a flapper who's more than she seems. I'm gonna just be upstairs cleaning my gun. <laughs> Who are you, my dad? <laughs> Oswald Sinclair, Hobo King. That's not jam. That is definitely the opposite of jam. That is people jam. Anjana Ramakrishnan, Estelle's partner in a cult adventure. You summoned a demon and you don't remember it, darling. No firearms. Not right now. And Kenneth Rogers, a notorious gambler. I can play cards any old day, but chicken lunch at Thorpe Manor? Mm-mm. That sounds like a mighty fine time, I tell you what. Together, they encounter monsters above and below, and an unholy conspiracy that threatens to shred their sanity to tatters. This is startling and strange, but darling, we might be onto something here. This is why we came to Arkham, after all. Not for murderous grave robbers and disappearing children. The Necronomicon. Whatever your intent with this book, I caution you and say with all certainty, you will find more danger than answers. You brought me back. You, you all brought me back. Brought you back from what? This is not our world. This is not our world at all. When the dance is done and his infernal song rings loudest, there will be no lewd carnality denied to us. You leap onto this thing's back and bury your hatchet in its neck. He howls. I will eat you. Dear Lord, what happened to you? It's take too long to explain. We gotta get to get to the hospital. I'll tell you what right now, we, we can't go to the police with this. Yeah, I expect you're right. They'll put us in the sanitarium. I The air gives way to the crushing depths. You're drowning. You're drowning in a sea of yellow. In this program, our cast actually lives the terror. It's an improvised audio drama that uses Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu role-playing game and the wits of our players to weave these uncanny tales. This is a cinematic radio play where anything can happen, and these poor souls never know what's going to crawl out of the darkness. Discover the terrible secret of Lot X, the entire second series now available on your favorite podcast player. Just search for The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program or unlock all our secrets at (coughs) Cthulhumystery.com. And now, the Boston Bastard Brigade, Electric Sisterhood, and On Mystery Inc. proudly present No Points, No Race. The world's Jane 
and wenches, welcome to episode 297 of No Borders No Race. I am your King Baby Duck Evan Borgo. Thank you once again for tuning in. We are just over a week away from Anime Boston 2022, and myself and Elite for Derek are excited to be at the Heinz after nearly three years. The guest announcements are still coming, as well as panels and events being revealed. But the Saturday before Anime Boston, a little pre-celebration will be held. As you may know, Anime Boston is teaming up with Showa Boston and the Cultural Exchange Initiative for another Let's Talk About Anime session. In fact, it begins today, the day of this podcast airing. So if you're listening to it the day of its release and you want some free Japanese lessons, well, sign the hell up at showaboston.org. But there's one other thing that's happening this Saturday before Anime Boston, the return of Re. Show Boston's first in-person event since the pandemic. On today's episode of No Borders No Race, I'll be joined by someone I've been mentioning since late 2019, the founder of the Cultural Exchange Initiative. We'll be talking about the organization, its accomplishments, its collaborations, and what they have planned for the future. It all ties into both the Japanese classes and the re-event. Plus, we conclude our Beantown Sampler Spotlight on the Boston Axe playing the Big Weekend Festival. So let's no longer hesitate and start this week's playlist. Remember, as always, if you like what you hear and would like to support these artists, you can find their music on CD Japan, Amazon, Yes Asia, Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, the band's official sites, and your local record store. We're going to start things off with Fauna, who just released their newest album, Cypher. It's a damn good list and highly recommend it. Here's a song from that record that they have entitled Pathos.
churros, butterbeer, funnel cake, boysenberry. There's no food like theme park food. Eat the Magic is a YouTube series about theme park food in Southern California and maybe Florida. Eat the Magic is hosted by a childless millennial of real repute, Jared the Greek. Karen's want him, Chad's wants to be him, no bothers given. Tune into our show, Eat the Magic, on YouTube. See our thirst for Dole Whip on Instagram at Eat the Magic. We'll see you real soon at the parks. Why? Because we like you.
pink-haired rappers will recognize the voice of that singer. That was Konomi Kohara with Tsubasa o Agetai from the Kaguya-sama Love is War compilation, Kaguya Ultra Best. On top of being on one of the most talked about anime of the season, Kohara also has returned to the voice of Shamako in season two of The Demon Girl Next Door. You can also hear her as Rindo in The Heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki and Miyako in Miss Shachiku and The Little Baby Ghost. A lot on her plate this season. Joining me today on No Borders No Race is the founder of the Cultural Exchange Initiative, a program that bridges the cultures of Boston, Massachusetts to the nation of Japan. She also works as the director of the Japanese Language Department over at Showa Boston. This Saturday, both those organizations are teaming up with Anime Boston for RE, which serves as the conclusion to the Let's Talk About Anime Japanese lessons, a precursor to Anime Boston the following weekend, and is the first in-person event at Showa Boston since the pandemic. Please welcome Mikio Hattare-sensei. Yokoso. Konnichiwa. Hello, everyone. Thank you. How are you today? Excellent. Okay. So, my first question, because you are from the small town of Mino, Japan, which is within the Gifu Prefecture. So, what motivated you to move from Mino to Boston? Actually, um, when I was small, I started reading a lot of books, and that was my hobby. And I was just dreamed up some world which are not my own, especially Boston is a hub of the international higher education and international cross-cultural environment. Exactly, with like schools like MIT and Harvard and even some of the best hospitals in the world. Yes, so I really wanted to expand my career into somewhere in more like international arena. But the problem was when I was little, my parents really didn't support my, uh, my idea to come to the U.S. to study. So I had to wait for a while until I graduated from university and I worked for a while in Japan. And English was one of the, my worst subjects while I was a high school student. So... <laughs> So Speaking as someone who has a <laughs> language-based learning disability, I can understand that. Like, because like I'm learning Japanese as well. That's tough. I can totally understand why English can be a tough language as well. Yes. So you know, it had a lot of challenges, but I really wanted to something give it a try to expand my career as well as me as a person to become something more uh, can work in the international arena. So that's how I came to the U.S. and started as English, as a second language student, and ended up obtaining MBA from one of Boston University. So and ever since I've been working in basically in the Boston area. I take it your parents were a lot more accepting of your goal and dream as soon as you saw, as soon as they saw how successful you were doing over here. Yes, actually, you know, right now my mother was really happy about what I'm doing. So I am grateful of all the support from my friends and, you know, some people who I met here and my family nowadays. Excellent. So I have talked a lot about the Cultural Exchange Initiative 
on my podcast show. I mention it every time I do my Nihongo Yoyaku segment because you're the person who helps me with the translations for all those segments. And I think I get about 80% at least right of the、uh, pronunciation and the、um, reading of it because sometimes even characters can like, sound differently, especially with like, the kanjis and such. But my question is, how did you find the Culture Exchange Initiative? Like, what pushed you to、uh, create such an organization? Yes,、um, I have been teaching、uh, Japanese because I thought I should have something to return to US society, whatever I can do. So、uh, I started teaching Japanese at Japan Society of Boston.、Mm-hmm. And then.、Um, That program merged with Showa Boston, the program that's how I moved to Showa Boston. But while I'm teaching Japanese, I found some, some frustration among my students because they wanted to have some place where they can exchange some information with some other. Um, friends, as well as some people who are living in Japan, to, to even just、um, get in touch with, or how they can, you know, go, going there to, to do some work there or just studying there. Also, I grew up in a small city, so that means something, Boston or US, is somewhere in. TV or a movie. So it, it has never came to your real life. So I, I wanted to give some opportunity for like a, a small children who are living in such kind of condition. Just can't have some first hand experience in person, you know, literally translating,、uh, speaking or meeting or doing, playing a baseball together or some this kind of daily life. Can together, so that was my main objective to,、uh, to make some connection and to make some bridge, not very big, higher end, like you know, but, but still some grassroots activity. That's how I found this、uh, organization, right? And I'm you know, your goal is also to like connect these two different cultures, whether it's like the big city like the Boston, the small town, you know, would you say like. If, like, Nagoya was Boston, would you say, like, Mino would be something like, like a Nashua, New Hampshire kind of a thing? Or, like, I, I think much, much smaller, Mino. Mino is,、uh, is right now only 15,000 people living, so,、oh. so it, it is a tiny, tiny place. And one of the problems in those small towns is. Residents are very, relatively speaking, elder people,、mm-hmm. and not so much,、um, so many opportunities for young people to work. So, eventually, community itself is shrinking and having a suffering, some, you know,、right. some economical uh, uh, opportunities, lack of economical opportunity, as well as lack of international educational opportunities. So, I just want to give them some kind of potential. So, that's the reason why、uh, we started to have Mino Boston、uh, exchange programs.、And right. We are having like almost、uh, five years of experience right now. And I'm very fortunate I have been met with so many talented 
uh, young professionals from basically greater Boston area mm-hmm. and they are willing to spend their personal time to study Japanese and eventually want to go to Japan to have some cultural exchange uh, experience. So, And I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah, actually you are. So, so like, you know, for very young Japanese student, so for them, is, they know English from textbook. But does not necessarily mean that we really enjoyable way to learn English. So, like even like you, you yeah. can use some material which these people are already familiar with. So they can just easily get into that you know English world. So that's one of exactly. the reasons you know we we don't you we don't hire so many. Professional teacher, obviously, professional teacher, we need some, right. you know, guideline from them. Yeah. Because there's a difference between teaching someone professionally, like the English and mm-hmm. everything, which is, there's a lot of English classes in Japan and everything like that. But when it comes to conversational English, that's a whole different world. Exactly. And you need, you need people that are. <laughs> Average Joes that could help with actually talking with the Japanese people in English and give them a good sense of how the vernacular works speaking wise compared to the written word. Exactly, yeah, that's the same whole, you know. Even people who are learning Japanese, because you know, when I'm teaching everything based upon textbook, so obviously we teach very good grammar and writing systems, but that right. not necessarily mean that's how everyday people speak. Exactly, because yes, you want great grammar and written stuff, but when you're speaking it, you know, you can cheat. You can, you can, you don't have to say everything that you need to say. You can. You can use like contractions and American slang, because that's the thing that we that because that's the thing that a lot of people in Japan don't realize is that the written word is different from the speaking word. Exactly, yeah. It's the same whole, you know, young Japanese people who are studying English so hard to pass through all difficult exams to getting into very good universities. So, you know, they are very good at already grammar, but does not necessarily mean they can listen, they can, you know, say whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah, they've practiced using their eyes and ears to uh, learn English. They just, they, but they don't have any place where they can use their mouths to practice. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I think what we've been doing, because as some people will know, I teach uh, English. Uh, once a week to some really great, very eager Japanese students. And we do it in such a way that it's, it's it's not textbook English. It's real English. It's how we talk. It's how we speak. And, like, sometimes I do notice some of my students having troubles and struggles, but at the same time, they don't look exhausted afterwards. They don't look like I was just beating them over the head with a book. Like... We're just talking, and we're just having a conversation, yeah. and we're creating conversations as well. Yeah, and having a good time. Exactly. Yeah, that uh, you know, you know, if you don't enjoy what you do, obviously, student 
will not get it and also same time you know teaching job is not so simple so it requires a lot of preparation and mm-hmm. energy and you know if you enjoy what you do eventually that emotion and atmosphere and efforts will reach to your student mm-hmm. yeah that's what I found from you Evan <laughs> right because like I can understand that it's frustrating to have to learn a language in order to just do something like pass a test or pass a class or something like that. It's a different level where you want to learn the language because you actually want to have a conversation with someone or a connection with someone from a different world or a different country. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. Besides all that stuff, too. Um, specifically before the pandemic had happened, you had people from the Boston area visiting your hometown Amino. And I want to know like, what sort of things have past uh, patrons of the Cultural Exchange Initiative uh, been able to experience in your own hometown? That was uh, 2018. Two people went to my small town and they visited six or seven schools and five kindergarten and they taught how to speak uh, English and also at high school they trained people who are going to attend speech contest but at kindergarten obviously they had lunch together they they sung together and they danced together and they just and do some origami things together. So they, so they just want to have some first-time ex- experience meeting with Americans. You know, just, oh, wow, this is how Americans really look like, <laughs> kind of a situation. Right, right, because we're different from what the media portrays. Because I feel like when people think of America and Japan, they'll think of... I don't know what, some sort of Marvel movie or something like that. It's kind of, it's, but it's like, it's a two way street because a lot of people will watch anime here in America and be like, oh, this is what it's like living in Japan. No. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and also, uh, one weekend they had a cooking class. Mm-hmm. So, American, one person who went to was an American gentleman who I think who had is almost you know 60 years old guy but that guy really chopped some food and cooked spaghetti for them so you know Japanese ladies was very surprised and also he told you know he cleaned dishes after dinner so he was just all you know Japanese ladies who attended that cooking class was just like shocked yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> we have to train our husband or you know our Right, exactly. Because, you know, the gender roles haven't been changed as much as compared to here in America because people will assume that, all right, in Japan, the women, the woman will be the one to cook. But to have someone, a guy, come in and be like, oh, I know how to cook, the women are like, I should. Can you teach my husband, please? (laughs) Exactly, something like that. So, you know. And also they had an evening community English class, mm-hmm. so which means, you know, like 
スリーアーズオールドケームウェーズグランドペアレンツオーアイのサムハイスクールスチューデントサムピーポーフスタディードイングリッシュアットスクールバッタハブントユーズフォートゥインティーアーズオーアイのサティーアーズゼイケームトジャストスピークウェーズディーズトゥアメリカンズそうなんかはサムシングウィリウィリウィエンジョイレッドアラッド Yeah Now as this was your way to bridge Bostonians to Mino Has the idea of bringing people from Mino to Boston ever been discussed? Yes, we wanted, but and that would be our next thing. We have to really think about it how we can host Japanese students to come to Boston. Yeah. We'll be back with more with Mikio Hattare Sensei, which at this point you can tell we recorded on location. But first, a music break. Up next is the team of Aztec from Hybrid Thoughts, Judge the Disciple, and Matthias of Cloak and Dagger. The trio just released a new EP entitled Vallejo Sunset, and Aztec will be appearing at NRA Boston to talk about hip hop and anime. From Vallejo Sunset, this is Pepper T. Community focused on diversity, inclusion, representation, conversation, and fun on Twitch. Wanna be fam? For chill community vibes, Wednesday nights at 7, join BC Row for the Wednesday wind down. 
Friday nights, join us for Let's Plays, where we explore narrative and single-player campaign games. Stop by on Fridays at 7. Catch our flagship podcast, The Tribunal, live every other Sunday at 3 p.m., where we talk about issues that are important to us as black women. Issues like representation, inclusion, diversity, and more within the video games and entertainment industries. Check our channel and social handles to find out when a new tribunal is going to drop. We've got even more content on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter handles, and our website, blackandpat.com. So join in the conversation in whatever way you like at Black and Pat. Remember, always and never or. All times are Eastern. from last year's release, Swim in the Milk. Lighters recently contributed a new song entitled Don't Cry from the latest film, Neko wa Nigeta, which translates to The Cat Ran Away. And now, let's return to our interview with CEI founder, Mikio Hattori-sensei. So we did talk a little bit about the English teaching aspect of the Cultural Exchange Initiative. So at what point did that aspect first come to mind for CEI? It's from the beginning, actually. Yeah, my original idea was, uh, you know, as you know, small town in Japan, basically my childhood friends, many of them still living in Mino. So when I talked with them, I said, you know, if I can bring some English speakers to hometown, do you think that would be, uh, you know, small children in Japan or parents may want to have some kind of classes with them. So that was our original intention. So it was from the beginning. That does lead me to um, 
what's happening this summer is where the Cultural Exchange Initiative is planning to open an English summer camp for kids, of which I am going to be one of the teachers alongside one of our other good friends, Jackie, from the band Shiori Kubrick. For the people and the kids that are going to be coming to these classes, like, what can they expect from this upcoming experience? I think we plan to teach, uh, like, uh, year, uh, maybe, like, a six or seven years old to 12 years old or something like that. So mm-hmm. some of them are very, very beginner. They mm-hmm. never studied English, or, you know, they may, they may know A, B, C. <laughs> but, they, you know, but So I think, you know, for those kids, if you can just... Let them know how enjoyable learning English from, you know, people who actually use English as daily. So that's something they never expected to meet with this kind of teacher so often. So I think that's one of the really things we want to do that. And also when it goes to more, little bit advanced student, they really need to improve uh, English skills like listening, speaking, and just composing proper sentences. So when they want to talk those things with uh, native speakers, they really learn and they really can improve these skills. So that was one of the main objectives. So, originally the plan was to open the school in Mino. In fact, I believe you actually have a building that's like prepared for, for when that time comes for, for teaching English over Mino. But this one will actually be taking place in the nearby town of Kani. And I'm curious as to why the change from Mino to Kani for this time around. Um, Kani has more population. And it is very connected with other big cities like Gifu. So um, I think it would be easier to get more students who really want to speak English. So that's why, yeah. Will there still be plans to do the one in Mino maybe in the future? Maybe next year or so? I, I think, you know, whenever people are really interested in to having us and also maybe, you know, practical point of view and if the government or city really want to help us and welcome us, yeah, we'll go anywhere like Hokkaido or Kyushu or Okinawa or wherever they invite us, yes. I know we talked a little bit about you working with Show Boston. You are the uh, Japanese Language Department's director of that program. And I'm curious how working with Show Boston has helped with evolving your idea, your concept, and the way things work with the Cultural Exchange Initiative. It has been tremendous help because I met with many interesting students like you, and obviously those people are our core member of the CEI, and also I met with English as a second language, professional teachers there, and they are giving us some kind of structure, what school should be, what uh, program should be, and, you know, daily basis, that's what they do for living, so, you know, they have something uh, better, or I mean just a professional way to do that, so, and so, if I, when we have daily 
conversation with these professionals as well as students that really motivated me what really needed for these people to give real opportunity to go to Japan to interact with these you know, potential students and also bring, bring them up to eventually come to you know, Boston. So I think you know, one of objective of CI is we really want to help young professionals to redefine, refocus, uh, restructure, or something like a rediscover what they can do. So I think you know, our core members have really, really different kind of talents and every, everybody has a very pro- professional skills. So for some reason, we have been fortunate enough to combine all these people's and skills to bring some kind of you know, Boston Exchange program as well as the party. So, you know, so for me, it has been really, really pleasure working with uh, all of you guys as well as working at the show of Boston. I really appreciate all everybody's support. We appreciate your hard work and dedication, too. (laughs) We're going to take another music break, but we'll be back with more with Mikio Hattori-sensei after a couple of segments. The Wild Women of Otoboki Beaver are back with a brand new album called Super Champon. It's 18 tracks with a runtime of 21 minutes, showing just how quick and efficient this band is when they're pissed off. Here are Otoboki Beaver with their conflicting, leave me alone, no, stay with me. Japan, the year and special, and I'll be with my good friend Evan Borgold. And you can tune into the Mike Rogers Show. We play Japanese music, Japanese pop, Japanese, uh, uh, and you can win a bazillion dollars on this show. I don't know how you can, but maybe you know if you listen to the show, maybe you can somehow, maybe buy a raffle ticket or something. The Mike Rogers Show, yes. Tune in! We're going to have our year-end top five countdown. It's going to be way cool, and you can hear more good songs just like this. Hey, 
single a fantastic up-and-coming band from ireland do check out their contribution the shameless tuesdays from a couple of weeks ago and be on the lookout for their debut album later this year we'll have more from mikio hattori sensei in just a moment but first it's time to begin the final part of our beantown sampler boston calling edition The Boston Calling Festival happens on May 27th to the 29th, and the Big Local Fest will be showcasing 12 local acts that will be performing on the Tivoli Audio Orange stage. We've showcased 9 of the 12 thus far, so let's begin showcasing the final three. Our first act today goes by the name The Chelsea Curve, whose praises have been sung by Boston's legendary Keytar Bear. Right now, they're currently in the UK for a short tour, but we'll be back in town to play on Friday of Boston Calling. From the album All the Things, here are the Chelsea Curve with 7,000 Hours.
Star Trek to Back to the Future, we've got your pop culture reactions and news over at LeaguePodcast.com. The League of Ordinary Gentlemen comic book podcast is more than just comic. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts on social at League Podcast. thing is pure pressure do what you want even though it take less effort i'm a young boy genius i'm rocking brain child gravity always wins that's why i gotta stay down you're on time out relax come scratch my back make that nine new relax she get anything she wants she don't gotta ask my bitch said i'm too hard on myself i told that hoe relax if I don't do it, who else gon' do it? I don't gotta dab. If I don't do it, niggas gon' try pick me off like a tab. If I don't do it, niggas gon' try act like they was in the mix. Like, see em, see em, see em. How many fixings do I got in my DM? Too many to count, too many to cry about. Young niggas, so I gotta get paid handsomely. I don't do the antics, they don't fancy me. Ain't no such thing as peer pressure. Do what you want, even though it take less effort. I'm a young boy genius, I'm rocking brain child. Gravity always wins, that's why I gotta stay down. You on time out, relax. relax. Come scratch my back, make that nine new relax. She get anything she wants, she don't gotta ask. My bitch said I'm too hard on myself, I told that hoe, relax. Yeah, I told her, relax, please don't come in my yeah. space like that. Please, yeah. please, please. Yeah. Look, niggas ain't really what they say they about. Yeah, got my hoe, got a solicitor mom. Yeah, pay so of a payroll. Y'all nigga don't play roll. I would die how to make more. More money come with more problems. Nigga treat me like a role model. Got you know I'm so ignorant. Got the word on my fingertip. Been the best, show me how you do it. Give me brand like a hopper student. I ain't tryna be your boyfriend, girl, relax. Shit. I ain't tryna hit pat, 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 pat. Yeah, I been tryna cut rap, 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 rap. Shit, niggas ain't really what they say they all about. Yeah, ass fat, want your bounce back. Got spread, how to bounce back. Niggas ain't shit, bitches ain't shit. Put your pay in. Ain't no such thing as peer pressure. Do what you want, even though it take less effort. I'm a young boy genius, I'm rocking brain child. Gravity always wins, that's why I gotta stay down. You on time out, relax. Come scratch my back, make that nine new relax. She get anything she wants, she don't gotta ask. My bitch said I'm too hard on myself, I told that hoe, relax. That I switched up yeah. Ain't no sign of shit I see them bricks Truck boy heads My ops ain't so much I watch them kick up Streets where I'm seeing fashion Niggas trying to get tough King far from that little nigga From the project Big broker sell it all He moves to boxing This big bitch can't dress So I had to dub that Must suck to see me When I get the last laugh It's eat what you kill Boy I ain't never miss a plate My mama stressed I gotta get her out She seen better days My cousin sleeping on the floor And now we bring Space. I just pray that a nigga can see how gates. Ain't no such thing as pure pressure. Do what you want, even though it take less effort. I'm a young boy genius, I'm rocking brain child. Gravity always wins, that's why I gotta stay down. You on time out, relax. Come scratch my back, make that nine new relax. She get anything she wants, she don't gotta ask. My bitch said I'm too hard on myself, I told that hoe, relax. See, I'm on it, not the one niggas should fuck with. I don't like niggas in my ear at the function. Relax. 
Not for nothing, I've been going through a lot enough shit. A familiar sound from Beantown Samplers Pass that was Van Buren Records with Relax from their Bad for Press album. You can catch them at Boston Calling on Saturday. And now, let us return to our interview with Cultural Exchange Initiative founder, Mikio Hattori-sensei. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of this program, there will be a collaboration between Cultural Exchange Initiative, Show Up Boston, and Anime Boston as you're teaming up for free online Japanese classes. This is going to be your second year doing this because you did it last year with some great success. So for those who are interested, how are these classes going to be structured? This year, basically, we will provide three days basic Japanese crash course, So, which meant to be a person who never studied Japanese can come to the class and master some basic uh, greetings or basic um, conversation, and maybe self-introduction, or something like, you know, when you go to Japan, they should be able to ask where the bathroom is or, <laughs> or how, much, how much does it cost. So, you know, that's the main purpose. So, you know, as you know, many young Americans who want to study Japanese because they watch Japanese anime and they play uh, Japanese games. Right. Yeah, but, but you know, nowadays conveniently everything is in English, so, but still they want to know something more authentic. So yeah. I really want to encourage these generation to at least to, to understand what the Japanese language is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you know not only vocabulary, they may get some idea, you know, some language itself or some basic idea of Japanese culture is. So, you know, so it has been really, really enjoyable to meet with new Japanese enthusiasts who are really eager to learn Japanese. Before we talk more about that, um, if I'm not mistaken, you actually have uh, worked a little bit, I believe, Studio Ghibli on a couple of things, whether it's a NHK documentary or even the Nasca.net website that had all the translated interviews. Actually, you know, that was, <laughs> that was when I started teaching Japanese at uh, one of um, very big laboratory and uh, that engineers wanted to study Japanese because they are very big fan of Ghibli anime. So that's how I started getting into teaching Japanese. So when when they watch some Japanese uh, Naushika or Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away or how Miyazaki made these movies. Yeah. So, you know, when they wanted um, understand everything from Japanese to English. So that's how I helped them and we, we worked with them. So that's how I'm getting into this world actually. Yeah. <laughs> Because right now, like, it's a much different beast now when it comes to how popular anime is compared to back then. Yes. Like, like right now, there are people in middle school, elementary school, high school, college that love watching anime. And it's not just the big shows like Kimetsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer, Boku no Hero Academia, Attack on Titan, but, like, other shows 
like, like, like teasing Master Takaki-san, like shows that you would never think would be a hit in America, have somehow found an audience here because people find a way to kind of find themselves in some of these characters, even the <laughs> most most slice of life, average day in the life kind of show. They'll be like, oh. I can easily see myself in this person, and I can kind of relate to them. Yeah, I, I mean, just for me, it has been just like amazing. Yeah, never thought about the you know people who outside living outside of Japan really interested in these shows. You know? <laughs> just like when I grew up, it was like a uh, Tetsuan Atomu. Right, with yeah. Astro Boy and uh, yeah. Tetsujin Twenty. Was it Tetsujin Twenty? Yeah, Tetsujin Nijo Hachigo. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for, even for Japanese kids, it was like something like amazing, but not so realistic. So, how could it be possible for American kids to loving watching Japanese anime? That was something like I never thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's evolved in the last ten years. It's just how how popular it is. Like anime has almost become a very big part of American culture itself. Uh, today, before we even start recording, uh, I want to say it was the San Diego Chargers, the football team. They they made their own anime video <laughs> about their uh, upcoming football schedule, and it, and each one showed the team that they're going up against, and it each pays homage to different sorts of Japanese anime. Really? Wow! Yeah. Wow, seriously. Yeah. That's something so amazing. Yeah. It's just like many people in the US, they don't even realize anime is actually started in Japan. <laughs> they think that's a part of American culture. I think, yeah, which is true nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, more, I feel like a lot more people are watching anime than they are watching something like The Simpsons or Family Guy because I feel like people are realizing. We can do more with storytelling than just have the same oh family sitcom sort of thing. <laughs> no, there can be more deep meaning in your animated shows, and I feel like that's what a lot of people are going towards. Stuff like Kimetsu no Yaiba, Boku no Hero, um, Naruto, and just all these shows that have become a staple in Japan. Now becoming a staple here in the United States too. Yeah, it's amazing, unbelievable. Yeah.、Mm. So after the classes, the Saturday afterwards, there will be an in-person event at Showa Boston that will celebrate its end of Let's Talk About Anime, and act as also the precursor to Anime Boston, which happens the following weekend.、Um, For those who are keen on learning more about the party, like what's going to be happening at this event? First part, with as you know, Showa Boston campus. Right now, we have about 170 Japanese ladies who are studying at Showa Tokyo, are living on there right now, and you know, learning English. Right. So、we should we should also make the point that Shoah University is a women's university in Japan. That's why its majority of them are women on campus. Yes, everybody is actually 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I want you to get rid of your jet lags and also become more familiar with how you know Japanese city looks <laughs> look like. You know how you are supposed to spend your time, you know, walking around and meeting with people. So, right. <laughs> so that that's what I'm. That's what we are going to do. So we want to showcase what our plans are, and we want to show you know, what we have been doing in this specific. Um, Area, but also same time, I want to encourage more Japanese local communities to utilize our very talented people's skills to develop their, you know, social economy or you know, social culture to become more internationalized. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to we want to have some fresh idea how we can create a new program or how we should approach some other communities. So we want to recruit, we want to meet with some people who are you know, passionate about going to Japan and helping Japanese people at also same time. If you are just like a bored about what you are doing every day and just want to rediscover yourself or you know, if you want to have meaningful summer vacation. Not like, uh, you know, spending and uh, sitting on the next to the swimming pool at your home. I think that's great to be relaxed, but something a little bit different kind of meaningful, especially young professional. You know, we want to give them something totally different type of vacation from right. normal professional life. <laughs> exactly. A, yeah. a vacation that will help them experience a new part of the culture. Yes, as well as a new part of you. Right. Yes. So. so besides maybe collecting a few business cards from maybe some of the <laughs> other booths over at Anime Boston, what do you think is the overall goal of CEI's presence at Anime Boston? We want to just spread out what we do. We want to spread that information about what we do and also want to get more volunteer people who want to work with us. So I think that's the that's two, ma- two main goals and I hope I can meet with many interesting people. We're going to take one more break and have the conclusion of our interview with CEI's Mikio Hattori-sensei. We've come to the final act in our Boston Calling edition of the Beantown Sampler with a band called Crooked Coast. They'll be performing on Sunday of the music festival, and this song is a little tribute to their home turf. From Put the Night On, here are Crooked Coast with Cape Cod.
the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com and Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Do you like television? Do you like talking about television? Do you have problems and can't sleep at night? If you any of those things are true, come on down and join Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Phil's recap and review or check out IssuesProgram.com to check out our stuff. Basically, what we do is we talk a lot about television, some movies, but mainly television. We do post-episode recaps, live viewings, drunk commentary games, and just general analysis. So if you love television, you don't have a ton of people to talk about television, or you just cannot get enough of some of these awesome shows like Vikings, Better Call Saul, Westworld, Game of Thrones, even The Walking Dead, and some other random shows that just pop up here and there. If you cannot get enough of all those programs and you want to talk about them... Jump on over, join in the live motherfucking chat with some of the best people in the world that all share their thoughts real time whenever we go live. So if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you follow the YouTube channel by clicking that little bell thing, you can find out anytime we go live. You can also check out issuesprogram.com for a backload of all of our stuff and check out our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, and lots of other places. Huge thanks to all of you and hope you check it out and hope you enjoy it. And I'll talk to you guys next time.
Summer Snow from their brand new album, Flos Ex Machina. To celebrate the release of the new album, Kosho Nye are spotlighting fan covers of songs from Flos Ex Machina. If you want to participate, record a cover and use the hashtag Kosho Covers to try to get a little bit noticed. And now, the final part of our interview with Cultural Exchange Initiative founder, Mikio Hattori-sensei. Uh, CEI in the last few years has broadened horizons with the Boston Mino trips, offered free English classes for Mino residents, and will be opening the school this summer in Kani. Uh, what else do you hope to achieve within CEI? Yeah, as I said before, we really want to help small communities in Japan, which are suffering from losing economic uh, opportunities and losing young populations. And if we can do somehow with use, utilizing our capacity to help them to rebuild their community, something unique and hopeful. So everybody wants to live there, everybody wants to send their children to study there. You know, like in Japan, and same as here too, people are under the impression if they want to get a very good education, they should move to big city like Boston, New York, Los Angeles, so same in Japan, right. just like Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka, you know, Nagoya. Right. Yeah, but I think it's using current technology like internet and web. And I think, you know, somehow we can bring those world-class education, world-class communication into even small town or, you know, somewhere little bit remote area. So in, I think there, there are a lot of hopes if you looked at a different perspective how, how you can you know, sustainably develop a community. And if we could do somehow utilizing our unique, talented people and really motivated and talented people, I think it would be really interesting. And also same time, People who are passionate about what they do or people who have talented and motivated really enjoy helping others. So I think, you know, the, if I could serve as a bridge of, you know, connecting all these talented people and area who needed those help, that would be really, really nice. That's my goal. That's good. That's good. Now, that's your long-term goal. Yes. What do you envision for CEI in the next couple of years? We, uh, our signature program, uh, named as SPARK, CEI SPARK, which is an expansion of Mino Boston Exchange Program. Mm -hmm. And we want to have something like this program in more different communities in Japan not necessarily in Gifu. So if you have some idea, you know, please let us know. <laughs> I'd be happy to work with your idea. And like some you know, local communities, they, they have a traditional very good industries, but those industries are dying nowadays. So, and everybody has a very good idea, but also need a little bit of you know, fresh idea to boost those things. So, Making a change is not easy, so you know, but outside I can give you very nice idea how to make changes. Right. Yeah. Right, right, because then you'll realize, oh, this isn't just a change for 
what I'm doing or for my life. It's a change that helps broaden me as a better person. Yeah, yeah, like you, you know, Evan, you never thought that you become a DJ, is that right? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. When you had actually brought that up, I was like, have you ever thought about teaching English? I'm like, would it be wise to have someone who is on the autism spectrum who has sometimes severe social anxiety be an English teacher? But I've been doing it for two years and I'm like, I guess I can do this. <laughs> and you look like you really enjoy doing what you do. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and the Japanese students really enjoy, you know, you are listening to your anime story or game story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a blast these last couple of years. And I look forward to doing more work for the cultural exchange initiative <laughs> as the years go on. <sighs> so, lastly,、uh, looking back, Uh, since the Cultural Exchange Initiative was founded, what would you say is the most proud thing you've been able to accomplish through this organization? Okay. This organization does not exist for me. This organization exists for participants like you. So you are one of them, but we have so many talented people who participated. So I, I have seen so many. Success stories like you know, one guy who is teaching English as a you know, ALT in Miyagi Prefecture with JET program, and also young professional、uh, who accepted MBA programs from top universities both in Japan and US,、mm-hmm. and also. Musicians,、uh, they released album or series、mm-hmm. which they never thought about it, but they did. And also, we have Fulbright scholarship recipient, and she's right now studying in Korea. And also, some people who passed Japanese language proficiency exam level three and four, and which is really, really high and really difficult to pass. Something like, you know, I have seen some people who are achieving something, utilizing experience what we have provided. Basically, CI is providing a stepping stone for everyone who de- defines their goals, who want to just jump onto the new direction. So, when I see some success from these people, I see we worked as a stepping, stepping stone successfully. So, that is my most proud of things I can tell everyone. Okay. Thank you so much for being here on No Borders on Race, Hattori Sensei.、Uh, for my listeners who want to know more about the Cultural Exchange Initiative, where can they find all the information on that? Yes, our, our website, www.ceinitiative.org.、Mm-hmm. Or you can also send us,、um, we have Instagram. So, you can always contact us in a way, either way. Right. I think you also have Facebook too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Terrific.、Uh, Hattori Sensei, thank you once again for being here on No Borders or Race.、Uh, I look forward to the upcoming re event. I'm a little nervous because I've never. I, I have emceed events before at Anime Boston, but I feel like this is going to be a very different kind of experience for me. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to do my absolute best for that. Evan, you helped us to. 
have a very successful D1. Remember? 2020D. You, yes, you, you really helped us. Yes, so. but that was the internet where I didn't see anybody there. I didn't see the audience. When I walk out on the stage and I see people that might be in the crowd and such, like, whew, that's going to be different. That's going to be different for me. And for those who might have seen me in the past in Anime Boston and be with the Wicked Anime guys hosting panels, I'm like, I had friends that were helping me with all this stuff. I, this is, this is going to be different. It's going to be, yeah, okay, all right. Fine, Hunter, fine, Hunter, all right, I will do my best with that. Okay, thank you so much. And please, be sure to visit our booth in Anime Boston, too. Yes, we will. <laughs> And that concludes our interview with Mikio Hattori-sensei, and now we will head back to some more music. Up next is Mitsuko, better known for her time as bassist for Shonen Knife. Since that time, she's joined a new band called The Muffing People, who I'll play sometime in the near future. But right now, this is a B-side from her solo single, Fuki, that she simply calls Love Song. Should I say?
Passion, freedom, knowledge. The Abstract Japan Podcast at abstractjapan.com. To a musical dystopia that was Circuit 3 with Future Radio. Circuit 3 will be releasing their third album, Technology for the Youth, on July 15th, with much of the music influenced by the good things scientists and forward thinking politicians have brought to the world. 
Well, that about wraps up this week's episode of No Borders, No Race. Remember, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos from the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbashbrigade.com, like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade, and follow us on b3crew.tumblr.com. And you can follow me, your King Baby Duck, on Twitter, the J-Pop, Video Games, Anime, Amino Pages, Instagram, and Twitch at KingBabyDuckESH. Don't forget to give some love to our friends at Black Compat, which you can find at BlackCompat.com, Twitch.tv slash BlackCompat, and YouTube.com slash BlackCompat. Promotional consideration provided for this week's tracks from Friendmaker and Circuit 3, made possible by Shameless Promotion PR. A very special thank you to Othered for their contribution to Shameless Tuesdays. Shout out to Mike Rogers for sending down lighters and Litsko, and a big thanks to Clay Inferno for his help with the Beantown Sampler. My thanks again also to Mikio Hattori-sensei for coming on our show. For more information on the Cultural Exchange Initiative, be sure to visit their website at ceinitiative.org. You can also follow CE Initiative on Instagram and Facebook. All the info for Show Boston can be found on showboston.org. And you also have a Facebook and Instagram presence. And if you're in the Boston area and want to come to Re at Show of Boston, check out the Eventbrite link in this podcast post on the B3 site. Tickets are limited and masks are required. We're ending the show with the latest single from Yuki. You can hear this song every week in the new MAPPA anime series, Dance Dance Dancer, a tale of a masculine boy rediscovering his love for dance. This is Yuki with Narihibiku Kagili. And until next time, this is your King Baby Duck reminding you that you don't have to be from Boston to be a bastard, but it sure helps.
guys, this is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, from the Electric Sisterhood, and your host for the No Borders, No Race podcast. Each episode, we play the best, brightest, and hottest acts from Japan, America, Europe, and the rest of the world. Every song spun is but a mere taste of what you can expect of the artists heard, so if you truly loved what hit your eardrums, please be sure to support these musicians and buy their albums, EPs, and singles. Places like Amazon.com, CD Japan, Yes Asia, Bandcamp, iTunes, and even your local record store are great places to plop down some sweet moolah to let those artists know that they're doing a heck of a good job with their melodies. The more an artist gets support from listeners, the better the chance that they'll come to a venue nearest you to play the sounds that won your heart. This message is brought to you by the Boston Bastard Brigade, reminding you all to support your local, national, and international artists any way you can.